Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Kathleen McGee is a Hot Mess, the most sporadic podcast on the internet. Um, yeah, we're back. We have a new one this week. We have a guest that is returning for, I think it's the, he's, I called him my Tom Hanks, or I guess Alec Baldwin's in that thing, and Steve Martin on Saturday Night Live for the most hosts, but He's been on this podcast three times, plus I released one of his when I was uh, having a lazy week as one of my favorite podcasts. This week is the one and only Darcy Michael. Uh, he has um, he has a special streaming right now on Crave TV. If you have Crave television in Canada, it's basically like Hulu for Canada. but So it's only in Canada, but uh, I watched it. It's awesome. Darcy's hilarious. And uh, he's my guest this week. Um, this week it's been, we've had, what's happened? Roseanne came out and the world lost their shit. I have my opinions on it. They're not popular because I like the show. I don't like Roseanne particularly or her political views, but I mean, I think that the show is a pretty awesome way to get people on the right wing to watch some left ideas. Uh, she's going to attract viewers like that. And they're going to watch a Midwestern couple, except their grandson's uh, gender issues. You know, it's just, everyone is so outspoken about it. And the thing that I found, and it's really disappointing as a person that's on the left, is that people are so mean. I'm very liberal, but I have some super liberal friends, and they're mean. Just mean and angry. They're so angry, and I understand why people are angry. But I also am tired of anger. Like, I'm so tired of being angry myself about so many things. I think that that's held me back from trying to get back into America. Like, I've done some, like, major soul-searching this week, reading what everybody said, what some of my so-called friends have said about me. Just, like, people need to step back for a minute and think about what they're saying. Everyone. Everyone needs to. It's really become this world of my opinion is what matters. And if you aren't on my side, then you're wrong. And it's really been frustrating. But, I mean, I have a lot of anger issues. I'm really angry about a lot of things. I'm really pissed off that I was going after what I wanted to do. And it got taken away from me over some stupid border issues. Like... I'm angry about that. I'm still fucking pissed off every time I see someone else get a visa. I It pisses me off. But I have to get over my anger and I got to start working for it again if I really want it. I might not even want it anymore. I have no idea what I want anymore, you guys, at all. I know that I love being on stage. That is like the best place to be for me. But everything else in the comedy scene and world, none of it appeals to me anymore. I'm so happy on stage, though. <laughs> it's like, say through tears. 
it's just been a weird fucking week. And um, I think my main feeling is frustration. I'm just frustrated. I'm frustrated with people on the right being absolutely horrible and not accepting. And I'm sick of people on the left being absolutely horrible and not accepting. And I don't want to be a political comedian, (laughs) but everything has to be political. You have to pick a side. And I'm so tired of having to pick a side. I just want to be happy and have fun. And I'm sorry if things bad things have happened to you, but you're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> you're not going to get anywhere if the only thing that you have to hold on to is your anger for how you feel you've been treated. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Oh, this is a weird podcast intro. I just got on this rant. But I guess it's just things that I've been thinking of this week. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Easter weekend right now. Eugene wore his bunny costume, and that is Easter to me. I've never been a, a Christ on a cross type Easter. I've always been Easter bunny and chocolate Easter, which I think is fine. <laughs> but a lot of people probably don't. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is I don't care about anyone's opinions anymore. Because I can't. Because you can't make everybody happy. And if you're a person who is who only wants uh, people to to feel exactly the same as you, you've made your problems. I don't know. It's just frustrating. <laughs> this is a weird comedy podcast. Anyway, the podcast was really fun. Darcy was hilarious as usual. Um, I am moving back to Edmonton a month from today. I will probably be rolling into the city of Edmonton right now with my boyfriend, my cat, my dog, and a van full of shit. Um, and I'm really excited to go back because I would like things to be simpler. <laughs> I don't want things to be complicated anymore. I don't want I don't want to be poor anymore. I want to have a life that is fun and I don't want to be a starving artist anymore. <laughs> it's difficult. It's a painful existence. It can be fun at times, but mostly it's just painful. So I'm excited to move back to Edmonton. Um, I've got some great shows before I leave. Uh, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I think it's like the 13th, 14th or the 14th, 15th, whatever April 14th is, if it's a Friday or Saturday that weekend, I'm opening for Tom Green at Yuck Yucks, which should be pretty fucking cool since he was like a huge, I was a huge Tom Green fan when I was in high school. I got my cousin in the States to videotape the, um, Tom Green show on MTV because I didn't get it up here and uh, mail it to me. Like, I really, I'm excited to meet him. I met him once before and he was like odd and not very nice, but maybe I've heard that he has like anxiety issues. So hopefully (laughs) he's nice. That's all I want. I just want my heroes to be nice. That's all we all want. I think we want our heroes to be nice. Um, I also have some shows. Um, I'll be on Salt Spring Island. I'm really, really excited for Salt Spring Island on 420, April 20th. Uh, the Hippie Island, I've heard. I've never been there. I'm really excited to go. Uh, I'll be at the Harbor House Hotel, which is really exciting. And then the next night I'll be in Chilliwack. Um, so I'll post details about those two shows. And then I'm going to do a little miniature driving back to Alberta tour. I'll be in Vernon Friday, April 27th, Kelowna Saturday, April 28th. Um, 
And I'll be in Revelstoke on Monday, April 30th. Yeah, that's it. So I'll post more. If, or if you want to know locations, just send me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Just ask. Um, yeah, I don't know. This was a weird intro. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I had an emotional week. Um, anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that you have, uh, if you're enjoying spring weather, I hope that it stops snowing in Alberta before we move there. Um, yeah. And, uh, I hope you are just happy. Let's all be happy now. Let's stop being so fucking angry about everything. And, and you know what is my advice? If there's something that you don't like out there, don't participate. Don't watch it. Don't give it your, don't give it a voice. Cause that's the, that's the thing about the whole Roseanne thing. That's been hilarious to me is like, she got 18 million viewers and a second season because so many people talked about it. Negative or positive talk will get attention for something. And if you talk about that thing that you don't like too much, they're going to get attention. And uh, stop writing think pieces. <laughs> I'm so tired of reading. Well, my opinion on this is here's a 12-page document. Anyway, can you tell I was frustrated this week? All right. I love you guys. Thank you for always listening. Um... Give me a review if you want. Sorry, these are so sporadic. I'm going to get my shit together and, and start putting them out again weekly. Again, I hope. I also feel like I don't have much to talk about anymore because my life is so boring. I need to I need to shake things up. So thank you for people that are still listening and sticking by me through all my craziness. You're all amazing. Uh, and here is this week's episode with the one and only... Our special holder on Crave Television, hopefully meaning that Crave will continue to do this and give them to more Canadian comedians. It'd be so nice if we got some specials. So nice. Um, but here he is, Darcy Michael. Down, good Lord. Baby, got him open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around. Cover much ground, got game by the town. It looks fun, hey? Like it's uh It looks like it's long enough that you can like both use it at the same time but not have to talk to each other yeah. and be close enough. I, I mean, like it. To be honest, I worked at a sex store and those double headed dildos were like a hundred dollars. Like they're, they're not cheap. Yeah. This thing was like fourteen ninety nine. Oh my god! I always this- tell people just like a cheap <laughs> little dollar store broom and a hacksaw, <laughs> maybe a little bit of duct tape. Just sand it down yeah, a little sand bit. Sand it down so on the end. Slivers. So whatever. Some slivers can be fun too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that squeaking is the butt plug. Oh yeah, that's ass. the butt plug going in uh, and out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just like testing sex toys. Yeah, that's what we're doing today. Last time I did a podcast here uh, was with Simon King and. Eugene humped uh, pretty hard next to him. So you oh, might really? get yeah, a little if show. If he starts humping, I'm going to put him down. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh... <laughs> I feel like I'm going to give him some room there. There you go. Yeah, there. Oh, oh no, no. Now, now he's all gonna, over you. Now, now, he's he's just, yeah. now oh, he wants to play tug of war with his... fascinating podcast so far. I mean, it usually does get pretty exciting right off the, <laughs> right off the top. It's, it's hard laughs, and that's what we do at Kathleen McGee's Hot Mess. It's yeah, just it's... like a professionalism all the way. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. 
I haven't been in this room before. Every time we've done like, it, we've always oh, yeah, sat we, outside. It's been really I'm more nice. of a summertime guest. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, I made the exception. By the way, I'm Darcy. I'm the guest. <laughs> You've this been week. on before. Uh, You've done it. Tw- this is your. Is your. This is my third. You're the uh, Tom Hanks of my Saturday Night Live. <laughs> if this is where I peak. Yeah. This then is, God help us all. You're the first person to hit. Uh, Three times. Three. And also, I selected your episode once when I was lazy one week. It's one of my favorite episodes to re-release. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody knows who you are. Hey, they what's all, up? This is Darcy. Yeah. Uh, Darcy was just at sushi and bathing yeah, in soy sauce. Yeah, I literally walked in and took my pants off in your kitchen yeah. to wash my pants. Not even uh, like a second and Darcy got pants with off. with Jane Stanton, there's a bit of a splash zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's going to get so mad at me. For the record, she did not. Did she spill. Sp- okay. No, she okay. didn't. I would have made. I can her like me. hear her screaming. No, right now. yeah. No, <laughs> let's be honest. She's not listening. No, <laughs> nobody <laughs> is. <laughs> Only a few people listen, and uh, that's fine with me. Uh, my dog uh, loves you. Yeah, yeah. We're having a good time, me and Huge. Eugene is an award-winning dog now. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, he, I, he now has more credits than me. <laughs> yeah, I lost my award that night, so I'm happy for him. Yeah, that was uh, that was at the Vancouver Comedy Awards. That was fun. You did a, you stormed out. That was I pretty did. exciting. My storm out was pretty great. I don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> it was it really was it was good. top ten storm outs of all yeah, time. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. It got a laugh and a room full of comedians getting a laugh. Is you should have flipped a table too. I wanted to. I was actually going to rip my shirt off and oh. storm out and then I was like why give them but then you're like Chris Gordon's already yeah, here exactly. <laughs> he's probably gonna do something yeah, like that no, I just the funniest thing was that night at the award show I was in the second row and I was flying I was really high yeah. uh, and uh, I was just like halfway through the beginning realized that I can't just get up and leave yeah so when I lost the award, I was like, this is your fucking Perfect. chance. And so I left. I completely left. I was walking to my car and Jane Stanton, knowing me, was like, came running out and she's like, you're fucking staying. Like, you're staying for. I was like, I was already like walking to the car being like, oh, I'm going to pick up some pop chips on the way home. Yes. And go and play some Mario Kart. But then I ended up staying for the whole bloody thing. <laughs> Have you ever been like super social? wow what a way to ask that no i mean you know it's funny it's something that i've been more aware of in the last year than ever and i guess i'm not very social but where i'm coming from is because i used to love hanging out all the time now i just i don't want to hang out anymore i I think the secret to my limited success is hi and goodbye i i don't you know like well you saw me at the rap party for the jfl thing i was there long enough to give you some mushrooms and and, then you left and then i left good because then i blacked out after that and i don't know it was funny because like we were literally jer my husband was with me and he was like it starts at midnight and it's five after 12 why are we going so early and i was like you know like i've been to the festivals long enough i'm like you circle once yeah you make sure seven people see you and, and you, you get leave. out uh and we were literally there for six minutes yeah and, uh and literally and the only reason i really left was because i gave you the last of my mushrooms and i was like well there's definitely no way i'm putting <laughs> up with a room full of comedians is my nightmare it's not fun because everyone's trying to outdo each other or people well, are trying it, to be seen with the more famous yeah, one and and i just want to puke too i'm like they're gonna be pounding it back hence yeah, your blackout. Oh, yeah. listen, I was cleaning out my van and I was like with Adam and I was like, 
why is there a Paula Sleeman's back here? And he's like, because when I came to pick you up, you came out with it and you handed it to me and said, you drink this. Wow. <laughs> like a full bottle I just grabbed. But um, yeah, you shut up, Eugene. But uh, I do. I feel very un- I, I feel very uncomfortable at industry parties. Yeah, very, because I just it's rubbernecking. And plus, when you're a Canadian comic and there's American comics there, you just feel like a nobody. Absolutely, yeah. You feel like, oh, I'm not even a comedian right now. Well, and I also just don't buy into hierarchy at all. So I don't like it's not even a matter of seeing that. It's like I want to see people I want to say hi. Yeah. to. Yeah. But I also don't want to just stand around and get drunk. Yeah. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that with my friends. Not that comedians aren't my friends. But no, I get there's it. There's like maybe four of them that I enjoy spending time with. A huge reason. Uh, that I'm moving back to Edmonton is because I miss my my human friends. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think that's the only thing that's kept me sane. Yeah, is having I have a small circle yeah. of tight friends, and that's who I want to spend my time with. Yeah, uh, you know, like I, I and I always like I started stand up after I was married already. Yeah, so I always had that. I got to get home. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm kill this him. butt plug just will not come out. <laughs> I am. This talk about unprofessional. <laughs> I knew I was doing this podcast, and yet I still said to myself, "Yeah, there it is." You know, I'm doing my Kegels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just doing my Kegels, Kegels, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's important to you know just multitask. It helps <laughs> with my ADD. I'm trying to find it. I'm it's sure. in there. He it's, finds it really easily. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, I am going to have abs of steel. I think that'd be amazing if all, like, dildos and butt plugs made the honking noise. <laughs> it would uh, <laughs> be so much fun. I just saw these new ones that are Bluetooth operated through your phone. So you can, like, play with the speeds and all that kind of stuff. I've heard about, like, vibrators like that. I used yeah. to have a joke about how, like, I got one of those iPod ones and then, like, uh, I finally enjoyed the audio Bible that my aunt gave me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a Kathleen original from, uh, from the early days. Hey, from the early days, <laughs> when all I could talk about was masturbating. Now I've expanded to dogs and masturbating. It's really exciting. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, I'm at this weird point right now where I don't know because now that the the specials out, yeah. I retired all that material, and I'm like, I don't know what I want to talk about anymore. Yeah. Like. Are you del- so? Because you just had your special come out on Crave TV in Canada. Yeah, I wasn't bringing it up for that point. No, but, it but it's is. very. It's I was going Michael to bring it up to eventually. CraveTV.ca. How did you come up with the Darcy Michael goes to church? Because well, it was filmed in a church. I yeah, I wanted to name it Family Highs again because uh, oh, like yeah. the that was the name of my album available on iTunes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for your six dollars. <laughs> uh, but then because some of the material from that overlapped with the special because the special is kind of like a best of yeah 60 minute kind of thing and they were the and i also wanted then if people googled it it would take them to my itunes uh and they'd buy the album yeah that's smart but the the network didn't want that and because we filmed it at a church and i referenced the church a few times because it is pretty amazing like my act being filmed in a church of all places was it so, the, is it the church that was on like uh queen East side queen uh queen and uh Close to clandestine. Yeah, um, yeah it's called the Berkeley Church. Is yeah, he <laughs> he's something? humping your arm. Yeah, he is. 
is. <laughs> it's because he heard that butt plug. Yeah, he's like, oh, he doesn't even want. <laughs> he doesn't no. even want the toy. I'm, oh my god, this is like my joke about my sister's dog raping me. <laughs> what away. is with you? Why are you so sexy? It's because he smells the cats. He's oh, just you into like my you. Ocean surf deodorant. Get in there. <laughs> Yeah. And <laughs> Eugene just came all over Darcy. Yeah. Oh my god, is he fixed? Is he gonna come on me? <laughs> uh but so you've so how long did you have to prepare for this? Oh my gosh. It was I joke, but it was literally three weeks. That's crazy. They were like, Hey girl, what you doing at the end of the month? And I was like, Oh, you know, just chilling and they were like, Why don't you film a one hour special? <laughs> uh and so I uh, <laughs> I filmed a uh a one hour special. The craziest part though is my entire entire family was back in toronto that week yeah for just on a whim they were going to and they see came them. to the taping well yeah but like my the idea that my parents were there and all this stuff it was just random that they were going to be in ontario and yeah I was, so i was able to have like all my family there uh, i i had like 45 friends drive in from peterborough so it was like it was a really warm loving you know your dog is literally <laughs> it's really cute. I'm videotaping this. Oh, are you videotaping him raping? <laughs> well, yeah, you got to get action of my dog no. raping you. Eugene, Darcy's no. going to meet to you. No. <laughs> like the Kevin Spacey of dogs. <laughs> By that, I mean you're versatile. <laughs> you're versatile. <laughs> yeah. Wow, get out of here. That's my nipple. <sighs> uh... <laughs> Wow. He knows your erogenous zones. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's, he's a gentleman and... Uh... Mine's mine's all hip bone. That's my <laughs> special spot. That's my special spot. I was getting a tattoo there from my best friend who's a tattoo artist and he was doing it and I... Like, I love them to bits, but we're not, like, sexually attracted to each other. And it was so conflicting because I was like, You were getting God. a boner? Yeah, I was too. While was you were to- getting tattooed? It was totally fucking me up. What the yeah, fuck, Yeah, I was Darcy? like, you were hitting the spot. Your hip bone. Yeah, like, you know, like, hip bone and, like, that area. He was doing that whole area. He was playing with my dick the whole time, too. What? So that probably That's a good had tattoo a little, artist. Yeah, yeah, he's in full service. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Is he right-handed or left-handed? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I was just would, gripping the chair. Would you ever get something funny tattooed onto your penis? No, no. no my, I've got a nice dick. I wouldn't want to fuck it up. <laughs> you don't fuck it yeah, up. no, I love it. It's I would love to friend. see more <laughs> penis tattoos. Just like I surprisingly, couple, I have a couple friends that have penis tattoos, and I'm just like, I just don't. I'm not. What are that. they of? Uh, oh, I don't even know. One of them is one says, "You're welcome." Uh, on it, which is so dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, I don't even know. I have two crows. They were cover-ups. When I was 18, I got kanji symbols that I thought said fire and ice and no word of a lie, right out of Graham <laughs> Clark's joke, it's California rule. Like, it was about <laughs> 10 years ago I saw the writing and I was like, wait a second, that's my... They were my first tattoos. Uh, and so I had them covered up with a crow on either side, but it looks like these two crows are fighting over my crotch <laughs> and it's accidental. But now I said, if I was to ever get one, I'd get a bird feeder tattooed on my dick. So it oh looks like gosh. the crows are like, that's my seed <laughs> when this seed is for anybody. Yeah. Just uh, get a little black dot and yeah. say it's a seed. That would be because that wouldn't be that hard to do. Mm. Uh, that's so funny that you say you have crow tattoos because I, uh, 
I have a tattoo about my McDonald's. A ta- joke. Uh, yeah. You, a hilarious. Joke Let me see your <laughs> McDonald's thing. That is so <laughs> fucking funny and so stupid. It's just God the, bless you. <laughs> it's the date that McDonald's started serving 24-hour breakfast. And it got me a teensy-weensy bit of... <laughs> Of not even heat, but it was yeah. warm. No, it and, was warm. But, <laughs> and they sent you stuff. They sent me stuff. But the funniest part is when I would read people's comments and they'd call me an idiot. And this one guy thought I was a dude. And they were like, well, I bet you he gets a lot of greasy girls with that. It's disgusting. And then and then some girl underneath said, she's a really funny female comedian. And then I said underneath, and I'm real greasy. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I just... I like silly tattoos. Yeah. Oh my god. I have Bill Murray's face. Yeah. Tom Waits. Brian Adams. Like I have some weird ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also have like a really cartoonish bumblebee. Yeah. Jared and I just got sea turtles done when we were in Maui. Oh, you little sea turtles. Yeah. No. It was we were on mushrooms and (laughs) uh, had a really like emotional connection with the sea turtle for like an hour, and then I was like, we're gonna go right now. And Jared's never had a tattoo. Always hated them. Hates them on me. Yeah. But we were just lion and he oh, was that's like nice that's a good way to get your husband to do yeah, something he doesn't want to do cute. yeah no, <laughs> I get up I know. super high <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it i'm like let's take some mushrooms and go to maui <laughs> but my new joke is about how i don't like serious yes you can you could i mean you look like a loser but that's fine <laughs> you can vape two months today since i had a cigarette that's very good uh, and i have a very strict plan with the vaping and it's not i like i don't vape in public and yada yada i think it is as douchey as it looks but it's been very helpful and yeah my i'm giving myself a full like six months of being able to vape and i'm just lowering the nicotine throughout yeah and then i'll probably just go back to smoking <laughs> <laughs> don't quit no. don't smoke Qu- oh my god i was awful. it was yeah, says the girl that was, eats like the worst food in the world but i, I don't well and that's the thing like i've spent 7 years just obsessing about being a clean eater and yeah. being a smart drug user and drinker and but smoking i was smoking two packs a day oh and my god so i was like i'm such a hypocrite like i treat every other part of my life so well when it comes to being healthy and then i have this terrible addiction uh so i quit and i've lost 10 pounds since i quit which is crazy that is crazy because i heard you always gain weight well and that's what every eating. other time i quit last year for two months and gained 30 pounds and yeah. then started smoking again and it took me a year to lose it and then i was like if you're quitting you have to figure out a way that you can do it and you know either maintain your weight or keep losing it and so i just don't stop walking yeah because that would be the only benefit to me for smoking is that you don't eat yeah i was still like i you know like my husband and my friends will all point out hey like you were a 350 pound smoker yeah, yeah. smoking didn't make you skinny uh yeah which is true i uh i just oh stupid tails caught there we are when i was still hungry after i did coke i knew i'd never get addicted to it because that's not like the only reason i ever wanted to do it because i'm like let's see how much i don't want to oh eat my God. Yeah, and then no. i was like hey who wants a pizza yeah, <laughs> people no. were like what are you fucking doing? i i've always been like that with any kind of any dr- drug or alcohol i'll still eat like, yeah oh my god booze is when i'm just like yes give me all the food yeah but now i'm um like because i started microdosing oh my god it's almost been a year yeah let's uh, talk about this you're microdosing i think a lot of people know what it is now but explain what yeah it it's kind of it's funny because like i knew about it for a couple years and i know that it's starting to become a thing because old white men are talking about it on TV and yeah, on the, <laughs> 
The Good Fight, which is the spinoff oh, of The Good Wife, yeah. one of the main characters Microdosing. is microdosing. Yeah, it's and I was just like, what the fuck? And she's got it in a liquid form, so I'm very curious about that. I have been following some studies on it for a couple years and have always been intrigued because I've always... Like mushrooms, I you know, like we've done them together before, yeah. and I I've turned them down a lot because I have had really bad anxiety from getting too high, and yeah. so I just like you know, like if we're going camping and we're gonna get fucked up and eat a couple grams and yeah. just be stupid, that's one thing. But if it's like oh we're at the beach, there's people everywhere, I, it would drive me crazy, and so I just never really connected it. And then I started reading about like the effects it has on depression, anxiety, especially social anxiety, which is something I. You know, I'm not that great. With. Yeah, that's why it was rude of me to say. So you're not that no, social. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, and I. You know what? I'm glad people know that. I'd rather people know that now, so they just leave me the. Fuck so they stop alone. inviting me places. <laughs> people stopped inviting me years ago. Jer planned a surprise birthday party for me ten years ago. Yeah, and I left after about ten minutes. I, I circled the room and left. I was like, what? "Oh, that was great. Thanks so much." And he was oh like. I was stuck there for four hours with people and I was like, yeah, but you all, you wanted to have a party. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I guess it was last April that I started microdosing a couple days a week. And it's honestly like for me and like my doctor's even fully aware of it. Like I'm, uh, it's been really great. Like yeah. even at just for laughs this summer, whereas like I always am sober at festivals until I'm done work. So just especially if I'm taking Because you're nuts and nobody's like that at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm but like kidding. I like to, you know, like if I'm taping something, I'll yeah. go. Like even when we filmed Darcy Michael Goes to Church, available on CraveTV.ca. <laughs> uh, when we, I was sober for three weeks. Up, like the second we booked it, I went sober so I could focus on the writing uh, and focus on performance and stuff. And then like the second I'm done, I'm like, give me all the mushrooms. Give me all the Red Bull, all yeah. the tequila. Like I'm in. Uh, but at Montreal this year, I would, again, never stay for the parties. But then at night, I'd take a dose, and I'd be fine at the parties. Yeah. And it, it literally, like, in fact, it was probably the first year in, I think it was my seventh or eighth there. Do you notice it immediately, or is it like you have to do it for a while? I and think you... I noticed it right away just because I was just... Having you had more extra food. fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like Pride this year, like we were all dosing for the whole weekend and we yeah. just had a blast. And it's just, there's a euphoric part of uh, of it that just kind of gives you this really nice, warm feeling. And you're not hallucinating. Like colors don't look crazy bright or anything. Like when I say microdose, my, it takes a while to find your dose. Yeah. You know, like I definitely macroed for the month, the month of May <laughs> and just, shouldn't have. I, I was, was just high. I was okay. fucked up, but I was <laughs> genuinely happy as well. <laughs> as uh, happy as I've ever been. My dosage is between 0.15 and 0.2 of a gram. So it's not even that much. And do you like get uh, the mushrooms and cut them up and put them in a little thing? Yeah, we grow them now because I'm just going through them too much and I've got too many. Can you of... just go buy seeds for that? Yeah, there's actually a company. I can't remember the name of it. Uh but there's a mushroom kit that you can get. It's complicated, but I have a lot of spare time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, like since I started, pretty much every single friend of mine has become a microdose. I want to do it. We were laughing because we're like, pot's finally legal. And now we're like, nah, fuck it. Let's do mushrooms. Yeah. You know, like, uh, but it 
uh, it helps. It helps me write. It helps me. You know, my favorite thing in the world that I was telling Jane at dinner because uh, she was like, oh, are you going to dose tonight? And I was like, no, like I dosed this morning before I went to the gym. I'll take a dose and go swim laps and then go for a run uh, and then go home. And by the time I'm home, it's worn off. But it's made the whole exercise experience enjoyable. Yeah. Of course, like I'd love to see the security footage of what I think I look <laughs> like swimming. Like, and I'm just <laughs> doing like synchro dancing on my own like <laughs> in fully clothed you or know? you're just like or you just literally sit there with your feet in the water staring yeah. in i do a couple laps yeah, yeah. i just oh, really uh, say how come i'm not losing weight i'm going to the gym every day <laughs> <laughs> it's true oh my god mm. i really yeah i am very interested in in this i well, did I've you notice on... last week when i gave you that dose Probably I think I not. just you I got pretty, you I just started lit. Uh, well I just got drunk I was just like because it's free if it's free I'm just like give it to me all just give me that bottle right now my favorite is doing what I call a hippie flip like back in the day when I was a kid a hippie flip was mushrooms and MDMA oh my god uh, and or well back then it was ecstasy so you'd either do ecstasy and acid or ecstasy and mushrooms but not that I did mom. Uh, but <laughs> now I, my old man, my 38 year old version of a hippie flip is microdosing mushrooms and then having like a Jaeger Red Bull. That's uh, awesome. And then you just go flying for a while. You see where you land. Yeah. Um, I never really did a lot of drugs in my twenties. I was very, even like, I didn't really even smoke that much pot. And then in my thirties, I was like, I guess I was tired of drinking or, <laughs> or something. I wanted to try something different and I've done more drugs in my thirties, but it's funny. Like I, I, when I was like 17 to 20 was when I did everything. But that's the worst times that you're supposed to do is because like it, your brain is still Oh, growing. yeah, no, for sure. I've definitely stopped developing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then then I met Jer and we had Grace, so we didn't really do... I smoked a lot of weed for a decade, but I didn't do anything. And then when I lost the weight, I dabbled a bit again and was just totally... I fucking hate most drugs. Yeah. Anything chemical, like... And I also lost my best friend to cocaine overdose, so it's always been a bit of a turnoff for me. Uh, But, yeah, I just, like... I I don't know. I guess it's the weird thing. Like I think the thing is, if you use drugs properly, it can... It can be, be great. Beneficial There's or a great, reason they exist. But it's but the problem <laughs> is when you get too used to it or you just like. Yeah. Dependency. Yeah, dependent anything on it. Like, is he fucking me again? I don't want to look. Oh, I think he's just sitting on you okay. licking his That's dick. That's cool. All right. Give yourself um, a little fun. But because I've been on my antidepressant and my antidepressant is called Wellbutrin. And I feel like it's not working anymore. And well, I don't know if yeah, that's like that's common. I think with anything, I take Vivance for ADD. Yeah, uh, but again, I started the Vivance the same month that I started microdosing, so I don't know what's making me happy. I think my friend just started taking Vivance, and she said that it's like it's the best. It's a bit speedy when you first start taking yeah. it, so it was really productive for oh. April, and then I started macrodosing, and May just disappeared. Yeah, uh, but it is. It's funny because my doctor keeps trying to up my dosage now that I've been on it, and I'm like, I don't want to take more. Yeah, like I'd love to actually take less. Like I'm on a small dosage. But I was on, I did, uh, what was my antidepressant? I tried it when I was in my 20s, Paxil, uh, for like six months. And then I was like, you know what? I'm happy or crazy. They put me on Prozac in the seventh grade. Crazy. (laughs) And uh, yeah, my mom, I think she she did it for like a month. And then she's like, no, we're not doing this anymore. Uh, That's too much. It's funny, like there's, there's like not getting too heavy, but when it comes to things like depression and stuff, uh, 
there's I don't think there's a one fix for anybody like for me I can be on you know I can be dosing on mushrooms I can be taking my Vyvanse and still be depressed because I have to be eating right I have to be yeah. exercising like it's finding that like happy medium because if I get too obsessed with the exercising and eating right then I'm miserable yeah. because I'm not having any fun so like I'm really trying to find that like I'm constantly trying to find that level like I'm pretty happy genuinely yeah. Uh, I shouldn't have anything to complain about. But I think that you're, that's such a true statement about depression. It's just like I have friends that they take an antidepressant and everything's great. And then I have friends that are like they've tried everything yeah. and nothing is, is good for them. And it's just like it's not like a, a disease that you get one medication and it works for yeah. everyone. Like it's not like, okay, you have lung cancer. Here's chemotherapy and yeah. we hope it works. It's like everyone's different. That's why I've always just anytime someone's talked about it, I'm always like research find different yeah. ways and for me like my goal is to get off of Vyvanse eventually yeah and just go I, I think I was more fun when I had ADD uh, <laughs> like now I'm just productive uh, <laughs> that's I, terrible it's terrible like my you know my agent thinks it's great <laughs> I told Adam I want him to get us some Adderall so we can pack because <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be able to pack unless I'm like focused on it because I can't That'll be fun, though. It, it's exciting. You're moving. I am. I'm moving back to Edmonton, and uh, I don't know what I'm taking with me. We're only getting, like, these two cubes from U-Haul, and then they pick them up and, and ship them. And ship them, yeah. Yeah. Do you but, have furniture already there? Um, I have, like, we have a bed, and uh, but no, like, I think my mom's old couch, which I don't really want, but if it's what we get, we get. Like, I'm going to get rid of all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably fucking put in a dumpster fire if I were you. But <laughs> I mean, I got these two couches for like four hundred bucks last year, so they're great. They're very nice. They're okay, they're but they're covered. Yeah, they're covered in dog fur. Yeah, I but know. I would never trade him for hairless couches. Yeah, that's what I think about my cats. I've got two. Oh my god, both my cats—they're fourteen and fifteen. Juanita and Felicia. <laughs> I love uh, those names so much. Yeah, yeah. I love those names they're, so much. They're fantastic, but they both have been diagnosed with kidney disease. Oh no! Uh, yeah, a week apart. And then when the doctor diagnosed the second one, I was like, "So do you ever offer like two for one deals on euthanasia?" Yeah. He did not think it was funny. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> it was like thrifty. Doctor Ted has a uh, joke about like uh, he's a vet comic in toronto ted morris yeah yeah and he has a joke about uh like uh i think it's like a oh like a punch card yeah, punch for, card for that, oh well at this point we, that's like, what it's like yeah. we've already gone through in 15 years we've had two dogs and another and a cat and a hamster all die uh oh. so the, but Juanita's outlived all of them and, and you have two cats and that's it right now that we just have the two and we took one of them to the vet and we we had forgotten i had forgotten normally when you take a cat one cat out of the house you're supposed to rub them both with socks and then when they come back you rub them with each other's socks so they have their scents on them dirty socks or clean socks it doesn't matter does I don't I, so care. i don't get wait you rub each other with socks and then trade the socks for them so they feel for, like it's with them no no for like so you rub them to get their scents and oils on the socks uh -huh. and then when they get home you rub them again with their sock and then the other one's sock so that way because when so when Juanita went to the vet her scent completely changed 
uh, while she was there. And that's how they recognize each other. So I, <laughs> like, this is what's driving me crazy is I bring Juanita home and Felicia doesn't recognize oh, her. No. The only other cat she's known for 14 years, 80 cat years, it's the only friend she's ever had. And she's standing on her hind legs, hissing and growling at her for three fucking days. And the whole time I'm like, your sisters, you love each other. Like, how do you not? You <laughs> and know, Felicia's like, just like, it's me. Yeah, Who's this me? stranger in my house? But they both are sick too. So I've got these oh, two kid- no. cats with kidney disease trying to kick the shit out of each other. And I'm like, great. Now they have dementia it's been very stressful but all you have to do is wait for the one cat to groom itself and then it gets its scent its normal scent back but Juanita was so high from the vet that she didn't clean herself for three days oh that slut <laughs> yeah yeah whore. that's what happens that's what happens when you get too high you don't clean yourself for days that's uh <laughs> I relate Juanita, I relate. <laughs> oh, Juanita. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think we're going to give them a few more months and then probably say goodbye both of them oh, on the same Are day. they very old, though? No, you know, like Felicia has lost 20 pounds, <gasps> in, but she was 30, so she needed Whoa. to lose some weight, yeah. and now she's the friendliest cat in the world because she's dying. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I told Jared, I was like, you are going to have to tell me when it's time, because otherwise you're going to come home and I'm going to have a skeleton on my lap being like, oh, she's so cuddly today. That's what, uh, I had a cat like that that was like not very friendly when it was younger, but then as soon as it got older, it just got so snuggly. Well, and that's the thing, like Felicia was an asshole for 14 yeah. years. And I'm like, that's how weird cats are. 14 years. And she's like, you know what? I like you I now. I like you. I'm, yeah. I'm, you're starting to grow on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's probably her just doing the please don't kill me cuddle. <laughs> Do you think you'll get um, other pets? I want to get a dog again, but that yeah. was so traumatic. I know. I know uh, you did. I think we talked about the last we one. We probably did. I think we did it just after we had said goodbye to Sally. Yeah. Uh, little Miss Sally Field, may she rest wherever she is. Yeah. Probably down, down <laughs> under. I don't believe in heaven or her. Oh, but if I did, it, well, isn't it um, the Rainbow Bridge? That's what dogs that, oh, go yeah. across. Oh my God, that book! Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna start to cry. Um, yeah, that, Jer has total PTSD from it. Like he yeah. is afraid of all big dogs now because get a little weenie guy. I know, like and that's like I think we'll end up getting one or two dogs eventually. Uh, and let me tell you, two is easier than one. I want to get another dog really badly, but just don't have like the. The space. I don't think I'm allowed to have two in this building. Yeah. I mean, are you taking the cat with yeah. you as well? Yeah. Why yeah. do you want her or something? <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, I she's was the just... best cat I've ever had. Well, I don't was here when she was a kitten. Cats. Yeah, because uh, you you had like a little harem in the yeah, bedroom. It was awesome. Uh, and she's the one you kept. Yeah, that's great. Little Judy. Yeah, she's she's actually what's her full awesome. name? Judy Garland. Judy Garland, right? Yeah. And Eugene's named after. Uh, I just liked the name Eugene. I was thinking okay. like Gene Wilder, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I call him Gene or Gino. Hi, but buddy. Honestly, like I've had so many pets in my life, and it is the worst losing them. And you guys did lose yours in a very traumatic way, kind of. Yeah, it was. You but, know, like I, we also we had a Jack Russell, uh, fourteen, thirteen years ago that yeah. uh, got hit by a car when he was thirteen oh. weeks old. 
Uh, like it was oh, heartbreaking. God. Yeah, we still blame it on Juanita. Uh, we think she loosened his collar because oh, she killed no. her sister. She did kill her sister. She pushed her sister off our balcony. Yeah, she's a bit of a black widow for oh, sure. Oh my god! Uh, but whatever. She's also like the friendliest cat in the world. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, whatever. You do your thing, girl. Yeah, but. But and I honestly don't even know. I don't even want to think about the time when Eugene goes away. Like I. Well, that's the thing. Like, but, that's, like you, we get these fucking animals, and then they're everything. And then you know the yeah. whole time you're yeah. like, you know, like if I approached friendships, like I will approach my next dog, which is just straight up like, what's up? Let's yeah. keep this platonic and distant. You know, no, like you go, no, you'll I fall won't. in love. No, of course That's I will. Thing. I fall in love with every animal. I, know. I like the thing you will hear the most coming out of my voice walking down the street is, "Who are you and where did you come from?" I say it to every dog <laughs> yeah. that walks by me. I'm like, I need to know your life story. If I could have a podcast, it would just be me talking to dogs, <laughs> just to be like, "Tell me everything." Tell That's me. That's like when I take him to the dog park, and everyone, uh, every time a dog walks by, I'm like, "You're adorable." Yeah, no, I fucking, <laughs> I love animals. I will probably die. Getting hit by a bus running across the street to, to save something. pet some fat dog. <laughs> a fat dog is the way to my heart. Oh my god, I think they're so funny. Like a mouth breathing bulldog. Oh god, like, a, like you know, just those, like oh, those are so dangerous to get though. I know everybody yeah, loves them, but my they agent have has bad one. medical. Problems. Oh yeah, no, and they just snore and fart. Fart and, and yeah. yeah, yeah. Get a little maybe uh, one day, but first guy. I gotta kill the cats and then get over them. Yeah. But I think we're going to, you know, like once with Grace being gone at university too, like, I don't know where we're going to end up after the cats go. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're just always smiling. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's like, get a dog, Darcy. He's we're got great. like stoner eyes. He's been, uh, he's had contact high before. I took him to the underground in, Tr- in Toronto. And he was just sitting there. His ears were just flat. And he was just smiling. <laughs> and I'm like, you're the happiest you've ever been. <laughs> Do you have a, is he a support dog? He's an emotional support dog. I got him certified, which is also a very easy way for old white guys to call you a cunt online. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah they hate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I got it. You go to your, people ask me all the time how I did it. You just go to your doctor. Oh, yeah, no, have, we did it with, for Juanita yeah. and Felicia because we bought an apartment and you weren't allowed pets. Oh, yeah, So yeah, my yeah. doctor literally, I thought it was the funniest thing. I tried doing it as a joke, but my doctor prescribed me pussy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so dumb, funny. though. It's so dumb. No, it's funny. And then we ended up pulling out of the thing, but I still, we, I have it framed in my office uh, that I was prescribed cats. It's, but honestly, like, he comes on the planes with me and he's really, he doesn't make a sound like he's really good at traveling and uh he's a good awesome dog and i don't know like did you get him before adam no i got him like uh adam and i have been dating we started dating in august and i got him in february okay yeah um but uh how long have you guys been together now then it'll be a year two years years in august August? wow way to not fuck it up i know i think i just found someone crazy enough to be blind to all my garbage (laughs) (laughs) we're both looking at this giant giant photo it was like our first little trip although i think that's how big your head is in real life yeah it's a giant head (laughs) yeah it's in my big old he looks like me 10 years ago yeah he has like um he was hard partying before we met, so he still got those puffy alcoholic oh, yeah, guys. No, like, I, I'm sure he's listening yeah, to this. He listens never to going this. Away. But no, they've gone away. They've like, I've, I just look at him now. I'm like, yeah, you're. Because he was just like hardcore drinking. Yeah. Like, 
like I thought I drank a lot. Holy shit. Chefs drink the most I've ever. Oh, yeah. No, that industry. Jerry used to work in the restaurant industry. And yeah. And he'd come home some nights. I'm like, you're blasted. I am. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. When you're so drunk, you just agree with me. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Nice. Yeah. I always, yeah, I was like, um, I always thought comics were a really party crew, but honest to God, I've never, I'll tell this story. I don't know if it's a good story to tell on out loud, but like, um, uh, we were out, I went out to, to drink with him and his friends for the first time. And we went to the butcher and Bullock and, um, I'm like, I can keep up with these boys. I'm like, I've kept up with so-and-so and so I can keep up with these guys. And then like, an hour later, I have like six pint glasses and six shot glasses oh, in front no. of me. And I'm like, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm going to die. So then someone's like, here, go do a little bump in the bathroom. And I'm not, I don't really yeah. like doing it. But honestly, I went, I did it. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to die anymore. This is why That's you why do I it. That's why I hate Coke. Because it, all it does is sober you up so you, so can, you can spend party more, more money yeah. on booze, and then you have like the worst fucking hangover for yeah, days. Yeah, it's true. Well, we did go home right after that, but I was not puking in the cab, yeah, like fair. dying. Like it was like Do you I know felt- what else will stop that? <laughs> a bag of Lay's. Have a bag of chips. It's a dollar, and you know what? You're probably already addicted to the chips, anyways. Oh, so. I'm way more addicted to chips than anything else. Oh, I yeah, love no. me some chips. Yeah. Give me some chips. I actually crush them up and snort them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no like i was like uh that's why i think adam is like the perfect but he's like a very something you know everyone says opposites attract and stuff but he's like my total equal you guys are very similar yeah and he's also one of the most social boyfriends i've ever had which is nice yeah no I, it's a weird thing it's very off-putting because like when i went and saw when we were at yucks a couple weeks ago and I popped in to say hi and he was just like hey how's it going oh, and I yeah. was like whoa 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 like okay do you know me don't uh, he's... don't talk to me <laughs> he's so friendly and outgoing and like I can leave him in the back of a comedy club and not worry whereas Jer would literally like Jer hates yeah. being around comedy he's so shy and he oh my god he would lose his mind he went uh, like he's only he doesn't come to shows very often but he came to shows uh, I guess New Year's I was doing a show and he's friends with Ivan Decker's girlfriend and so they sat together but yeah. she left at one point and a bunch of comics came and sat at the table oh, God. and Jer was texting me and I'm like no I'm about to go on stage yeah. like I, I'm busy you wanted to come to work you know? like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's really hard to date Jer? a comic yes I've met Jer I've met Jer at oh, the yeah. party I've met him yes, yeah I'm okay like... I just assume people haven't because yeah. I do keep him very long <laughs> But it is a, I think it's a, I almost said it's a difficult profession dating a comic, but it is, I don't think, first of all, I always, always felt bad for boyfriends of female comics because I think that when we fight, or at least me personally, we can fight dirty and funny. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, like, just, sure. you can we're, get some shit in, but it's. Well, and we're wordsmiths. And we're quick. That's that's it. Yeah. Like, we're, you know, like, I, Jer and I don't fight. Me and my best friend fight a lot, and He's very smart as well, but we, I'm very logical. And so I will like, I'll attack things from logic and it dry. I can sense when I shouldn't even be talking about it because he's going to get so fucking mad that I even <laughs> mentioned that we fight, but he's an asshole. I think I'm fighting right. is good. I think if you're not fighting, then you're not, uh, yeah, I guess like Jared and I are just, Jared's just so fucking easy. Yeah. Like he literally like 
I just look at like when we got married to where we're at now and all the things I have done and gotten away with and yeah. continue to do. And like, you know, like I'm I'm going to L.A. next week. It's my fourth trip to L.A. this year. And I think we're we're March. Uh, and I like this. I'm like, yeah, I'm going down for two weeks. I don't even know why I'm going. Oh, my God. I have one thing to go for. And then I just was like, well, I'm going to stay because it's summer. Either. I'm just going to hang out. Yeah. That's a good life. It's all right. <laughs> you have a really good it's life. All right. I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to You're retire. You're basically retired. I've talked about this before. <laughs> I had the convert on this podcast and we both talked about how being a comic, a, a professional touring comic, you're just basically retired. Yeah, oh, I thought you meant me specifically. No, any of us. Like, we just travel and then, like, we spend our days doing putts yeah, around the house. Like, I, I, my problem is my daily routine at home in Ladner is so amazing. Because you have a lot of plants. I have a lot of plants. I have a lot of, like, well, like, I don't even, if we have to go out somewhere, like, say I have to be somewhere at 1 p.m., my morning routine is about four or five hours long. And yeah. so I have to get up at six in the morning just to like, by the time I go, like go to the gym and swim and run and then walk. And then I'll usually come home and have a sauna and maybe do a bit of yoga and then make breakfast and stuff. I'll be like, oh my God, four hours have gone by. Yeah. Uh, and then someone was over one day asking me like what I do in the morning. And I was like, well, I, you know, like. I go and do my workout and then I grab coffee and I stop by the flower shop and pick up some flowers and then go home and I have a sauna and then I have a cold plunge. And then, you know, like by the time you've moisturized, it's four o'clock. Yeah. And Jer's looking at me going, that's what you do during the day. (laughs) I was like, he's like, your every day is at a spa. I'm like, yeah, why not? Why not? You know, and you wear moo's, right? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. I wear moo-moos, I garden, I talk to the neighbors. I, yeah, I'm a, I, I, do, I, I do a lot of gardening, except for in the winter. I, we used to have a greenhouse, but I got rid of it this year because I was just traveling too much uh, to be bothered. And Jer is, I call him the black thumb of the house. <laughs> Literally, he's not allowed to touch the plants because <laughs> he just murders them. We had a plant, I had a vine that we've, I've literally had since I was 16. So I, it, 21 years I've had this plant and he killed it this <gasps> summer and I was just heartbroken. Oh I was my like, God. that's, that plant is the longest relationship I've ever had. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. I was very choked. And you never expect plants to die. Nope. And then the black thumb comes along and drowns oh it. Oh my God. Yeah. Was he overwatered it? That's yeah. what he did. He's just like, yeah, I watered it every day. I'm like, <gasps> Oh no! I water it like every month and a half. Oh no! I actually have my different plants uh, in my calendar. My OCD is a little crazy. That you like water water Jared today? Yeah, no, I like the, Do we dumb all things in for different. Them? No, but they're all in different rooms, and because of the different light, I know which rooms. Like our bedroom uh, gets a ton of light, so those ones get water the most. Yeah, and then like my office. Uh, doesn't get as much light, so it gets watered the least. I literally picture, I've never been to your house, but I literally picture that you have a koi pond in the back, and I just see you in a kimono well, walking yeah. around, <laughs> tending to your plants. It's pretty much. It's pretty much. <laughs> no, we're in an apartment. A lot of people assume we're in a house. Oh, yeah. But we have a, we're in like a penthouse. Uh, and it's just it's we call it's called the treehouse because when you're there you literally feel like a treehouse because we're 360 surrounded by uh, trees overlooking farmland. Oh wow! Uh, and it's it is stunning, and I it's very hard to leave. Like we've. Do I've, you really want to? Do you want to leave? No, I want to. Uh, yes, I do. I want land. I want I want to be able to because I always think of what I could do. Yeah. Like and I grew like my this is so boring for people listening. No. But, uh, but 
but I grew up with my whole mom's side of the family owned garden centers and landscape companies and stuff. So I just grew up around plants. Yeah. And I've always dreamed of like what I could do with an acre of land. Where would you want to go? Um, I would love to stay in Ladner. Yeah. Because uh, I also love being on the water. Uh, so I don't know. We're looking at Point Roberts uh, in Washington because I have my papers so we can live there. Yeah. Uh, and it's cheap. Like you can buy an acre of land for a hundred thousand. What? Uh, U.S. But I get most of my pay is in the U.S. these days, anyways. Yeah. So I don't care. <laughs> You're living a life, Darcy. <laughs> you have money in your bank. You know? it's, it's, yeah, but we also had no life for our twenties. We were raising a child. Like, yeah, we that's were true. Piss poor for the first like twelve or thirty. It's only been the last couple of years where we're like, oh, do you want to like go on a really long vacation? Yeah. Because we can. Like this winter, I was I was a I was fucking luxury. We, I, Jared and I went to Maui, and I got food poisoning. Oh no! And so we extended the trip so we could stay longer. But then, while I was in Maui, I was mad that I had been ripped off for five days of being sick. So we got home, and then I went to Puerto Vallarta. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, I was just like, well, I'm off. Like I'm, a, I, I, my whole thing is take advantage of when you have. Yeah. Breaks and touring because touring is exhausting. I know, but I don't make enough money to pay for it. <laughs> well, listen, the other trick is, you know, Jer makes good money now. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. That's a good some. That's another reason why it's good to have a non-comic uh, partner, because I can't imagine dating a comic. Be like, well, who's paying rent this month? Do you, yeah, you can't have two artists. It's no. impossible. You no. need. Yeah, well, you can if they're established. And one, it has to be successful. At yeah, least one. yeah, yeah. But then if that happens, then, then the other one gets the all pissy. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> the competition. Uh, no, it's true. It's uh, it is a weird thing. We are not rich by any means. If anyone is listening and thinks that we are, we are not. But... No, we just go to Hawaii and Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> back to yeah, back. but we also live <laughs> simply. You, we you live do. simply. You That's do. the trick. Um, and we. Just... That's why I'm moving back to Edmonton. I miss having money. Yeah. No, it's true. Like we don't live in Vancouver because we want to be able to afford to yeah. do things like that. Um, and plus, Jared just never looks at the bank account. I don't even think he knows what he makes. Oh I my just God. spend. What it does all. he do? No idea. <laughs> no, he's a he's a he works for a company. <laughs> <laughs> he works for. People ask me all the time, and I don't so ever. Cute right now. I don't ever. I, he works for I, a company. He does a thing. He's in an a, office. I do a bit in my act about it where he go. He leaves in the morning in a suit, and he comes home at night in the same suit, but angry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know about his job. That's why, uh, like, I feel like we should feel very blessed because I'm sure there's people listening there. Like, fuck these two. Yeah, oh, complaining no, I'm, about. I'm t- not complaining. No, I mean neither. Uh, but it, like, I do remember having uh, an office job, and I do remember feeling oh like my, God, my soul yeah. was being sucked out of I, me. I was a call every center day. manager. Oh, I was. A, uh, I worked in a call. I never even got. They wouldn't even promote me to manager. <laughs> oh, I, they wanted me to because I was the worst salesman. What was uh, the call center for? It was for Whistler. Uh, for it was called Res Res or Resort Reservations, and uh, you would people would call. This is pre, not pre-internet, but before Expedia. Yeah. Uh, so people would call and give you dates that they wanted to go to Whistler, uh, and you would book their skiing and their lodging and their flights. You'd do the whole thing for them, uh, and I was, you know, the whole thing was upsell, upsell, upsell. 
And I would always be like, you know, if you call the hotel directly, I, you, I know for a fact you can get a better rate because you're paying us like 20. And they record the calls. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. One of my best friends was the coach who would sit and listen to calls with you. And we're listening to a call. And I'm literally giving the person the phone number for the competition. Oh, my God. And he was like, I have to do something. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm not a salesman. He's like then why are you working in sales? It was like, I don't know. And so then they they ended up promoting me yeah. to being the guy that dealt with all the things that went wrong. And it was great because a lot of time I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry that happened. I'll send a case of wine up to your room or whatever. Yeah. Like, here's some wine and cheese. And, you know, like, and it was great. I love that part. But, yeah, wearing a... To this day, I can't wear collared shirts because I worked at a bank as well and wearing a suit... Uh, it makes me I, I yeah. can feel it like you can put a 12 inch dick in my mouth I won't gag make me wear a tie and I will be gagging oh my god gagging yeah it's just crazy it is ah, this world's fucked because it's just like I sometimes I do get down but then I'm like fuck I don't have like I mean I'm not killing myself at an office every day I mean I won't have any RSPs and my retirement's gonna suck but <laughs> yeah but that's just no because you will you just it's it takes time and it's also just like i always say to people like if you aren't happy right now yeah then that's like you got to change it because this is all you got you know like i will look at jr and i will be like if this is it i'm okay like yeah. if this is where we're at forever it's great you know and like when i go outside like i am nobody in this industry you know that like we know where you we are. are somebody no but you know what i mean like i you but know you're like, booked regularly at like big things and but, like you know like my phone's not ringing off the hook for gigs i'm still hustle like the hustle never ends yeah but at the same time i'm like cool if this is it like if i can have the money i'm making and keep a little bit of anonymity fuck yes yeah yeah know? yeah but then i also you know like seeing when mike passed this last week uh it gutted me a bit uh because i was like there was someone like mike mcdonald was the king of comedy in my yeah. opinion like he the his, he was the writing that he did everything and like watching him perform was amazing but like he just never hit it yeah you know and i'm like oh man if i had his level of talent and didn't hit it like i'm mediocre at best the only thing that stands out with me is you know like i'm kind of cool yeah uh, and then i found it like that's what i found in comedy it's, it's very hard because it's like a lot of the times the people that are the funniest don't get rewarded. No, no, God, no. It's I always tell people, I'm like, don't work harder, work smarter. That's the you thing. Know, like, like it, the people that I see that like have gotten their, I'm not like saying anything bad about them, but they've gotten their visa. They've always had their shit together in the business side. And then well, and that's what I always, the creative people yeah. who make me gut laugh are just like, oh, I'm not good enough. Like, it's yeah. weird. Well, it's true. It is like I always say it's. 75% business, 25% punchlines. Yeah. Now, those 25 And a like, lot of I, luck. <laughs> yeah. And no, I disagree with that. My favorite quote in the world, because someone said I was lucky once, and a friend's dad piped in yeah. before I could and said, You're right. You know, the harder Darcy works, the luckier he gets. That's because true. It is, it's about, it's business. You know, like one of the best things uh, someone ever taught me was Erica Sigurdsson a decade ago told me.
told me, whenever you get a big gig, send a thank you card. Yeah. To this day, I still send thank you cards. When we filmed my special, I kept the uh, crew list, and we had custom cards with a picture of Jer, Grace, and I on stage from the special, and sent it to everybody from, like, the producers down to the hair and makeup people to the camera guys. Uh, because it does, especially nowadays, if you get a handwritten card from yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. Now, mind you, I didn't handwrite them because I have serial killer handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> but I signed them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like little shit like that sticks out. Like, yeah. you know, the guy Richard side from the debaters. He was my first debate wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But I, the thank you card kept me in mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's just stupid shit like that. It's a lot of candy assing. But, yeah, you know, at the same time, I did get lucky because I have fucked my way to the middle. <laughs> Yeah. I always love that. Like, oh, she probably fucked somebody uh, to get that shit. I'm like, haven't you ever thought that I'm actually good at what I do? Or <laughs> like, and if that was true, I mean, I'm, I mean, we both give great blowjobs. There's no way we could, we shouldn't be superstars right oh my now. God. If, if it was based on my blowjobs, yeah. then yeah, I'd probably still be middling at yucks. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazy too. I used to have work hard, but not anymore. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm been married for 14 years. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time. I'm, I think the closest I came was we have uh, jumbo freezies right now, uh, and I'll I'll go di- go to town on those. But <laughs> the rest of the time, it's like get, just use your flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have flashlights. Although they did said I do a bit on my album about flashlight because uh, they they gave us some out just for laughs one year, and I'm not going to do the bit. But you can find it on Family High is available on iTunes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you see uh, you're always yeah see hustling. always hustle always, always hustle. Uh, but the guys at fleshlight sent us a bunch of different fleshlights oh my god they heard it in their office one day uh, and then i just gave them as christmas gifts to my family that's fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah i think that'd be a good sex toys for everyone at christmas right? that'd just, be hilarious. you know it's important to be positive about sex Does yeah that fireplace work yeah it's like a little stove it opens yeah, up yeah yeah and then um, sorry that's so, yeah so cool i will miss not having a fireplace i will also miss not having a bathtub because my mom just renovated the bathroom in our condo and it's she like a walk-in a, shower oh i fucking hate people that do that but i think i don't know i don't mind it but i i don't I do. take my bathtub my friend Alyssa and nick my friends so they just bought a house and they have a bidet and a jacuzzi tub and i'm like well i'm gonna be jacuzzi yeah. in oh, here all summer these are fucking <laughs> so cool I I remember being a kid thinking it was a water fountain and yeah. my mom coming into a friend's bathroom and I was drinking. Yeah, oh god. Yeah, it uh I think I've been afraid of pussy ever since. <laughs> that was so easy. So easy. I can't believe But days are very important and I don't understand why uh North Americans haven't figured it out. Even Japanese people have that those new fancy smart oh, toilets yeah, that spray your butt. Yeah. Well, and it's weird because Russell Peters got me into into the whole thing because he has a whole bit about it. Yeah. But when we were touring, and I was asking him about it because he's quite serious. He does not use toilet paper. Oh yeah, like, no. He he's... will hop into a sink. Oh and yeah, lots of towels. I don't know if yeah. I was supposed to say any of this, but he's like, but but I I mean that's not a bad thing to for people to know that you have a very clean ass. Yeah, no, I prefer knowing people have a clean ass. <laughs> yeah. 
I do want one of those fancy toilets. Although, meanwhile, I came into your fucking lid. Took my pants off. Took my pants off. Took your in, pants off. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Oh, <laughs> uh, not to make light of that. I don't want to get fucking I angry. I know, tweets. but I make light of it sometimes because honestly, it's just exhausting. It's even more exhausting now than ever, I feel, but I'm going to get lynched for saying anything about it. Yeah. That's the a- worst part is as a woman, you can't, you can't like, you have to support everything about it. And some of it I don't agree with. It's a tough one because I'm just going to sit here and not say a goddamn word. I know. That's what men should be doing. Uh, I, as a father of a girl, yeah, want her to feel empowered by the movement yeah. and to know that she is the only person in control of her body and of how she is treated. Yeah. And so like the only thing I've taken from it and we've had a lot of conversations about it. She's very, you know, she's got a wonderful boyfriend and everything. Uh, but I'm always just like the way men talk to you, you can correct them. Yeah. Like there, that's, that's the thing you can take away from this. Like obviously physical assault aside, like, cause mm-hmm. that's, atrocious and awful uh but the the verbal harassment i'm like you own you like yeah you so that's the only thing i take from the whole thing i'm like well and positive. i think that that's that's there are so many positives for it happening and only a few little negatives yeah there's a bit but, of a like it's a bit terrifying lynch mob mentality sometimes yeah. but you know like i think the 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 dam burst and and it was uh, about time and it, it was going to happen for sure and now people both men and women feel like they can say no i think a lot more than it they ever actually could before. genuinely without i know this we're i'm not being terribly funny today cuz i'm just so full That's of sushi that's okay google me on a good time <laughs> but when this whole thing started to come out i was like I had to take a step back and be like, because I'm the biggest flirt when it comes to yeah, men. Yeah. I, I am filthy. The things I've oh, said yeah. to Ivan Decker over the years. Oh, yeah. They're off. And I had to be like, oh, like, am I? Am I bad? Like, and I even like. I'm the queen I'm, of offering blowjobs to people. I've <laughs> literally just, seen you do and, it from the stage. And now I just like, I don't do that kind of shit anymore. Well, and I also, I used to get on guys' laps back when I first started. I would yeah. go and like do like fucking twerks in their face and yeah. stuff. And I think, oh my God, like that is. But it can't. is. It's also another thing that's bothered is I don't know. I don't. Not that I have to because I have a boyfriend now, but I honestly, even with him, I don't know how to flirt anymore. I don't know how. Like, it's very, like, this has become a very weird time where now, yes, okay, so people are being respected, but also people are terrified to, to be say like, anything. hey, I want to I fuck your face. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's true. I would not, I could not be single today. No, it's because really of hard. That and I like, just... just like as a gay guy, holy fuck, the culture is terrifying. Yeah. You know, like if you aren't perfect, you know, like I don't want to yeah. date a fatty, but I'd like to find a hottie that would want to date a fatty. Yeah. Because uh, I'm the fatty. Like <laughs> I, I literally, I talk about this. I've been working on this new bit, but it's a true story. I went to a an Oscar party in L.A. that was legitimate gay mafia. Like, I got there and realized that this was what, these are the stories. Like, I, everyone was so beautiful and young, I half expected Kevin Spacey to be there. <laughs> like, legitimately. And 
all I could do was stand in the corner, and the more details I'd take in of how beautiful these men were, the fatter I could feel myself getting. Yeah. Like, I could just feel my body going into emergency protocol, like, get fat, get out, like, start floating out of the room. Uh, it w- And I couldn't imagine, like, trying, because everything is now, like, you don't even go on a date without sending a fucking dick pic. It's It's and- gotten so, I'm, I mean, and I got out of, because I love how you, I got out of it, and, like, almost two years ago now but it is it's like and it's the problem is there's there's so many options i've been talking to single girlfriends about it there's so many options that you're just like nobody wants to be like yeah let's let's say we're dating but nobody wants to say it until they're well because it's the our whole society has become rubbernecking yeah there's always an option for something else yeah like when i first started dating you met another gay guy your age in your like your area code you were like oh my god thanks i want to be together forever (laughs) Uh, yeah like when i met jer i was like i'm gonna marry you because i don't want to meet anybody else yeah and now i think had i known i was gonna get so good looking (laughs) you guys are both a good looking couple he's a hottie he's got crazy crazy blue eyes yeah they're gorgeous yeah and he's starting to get that salt well not starting it's full salt and pepper in his head and i love it he's gonna be 40 in october and it's so gross you're so cute yeah no it's gross how old are you i'm i'll be 38 next week i'll Uh, be 38 next week When's your birthday? 81. April 5th, 81. I'm um, April 2nd. You're 81? 1980. So you're 37. Okay, good. I'll be 37. Oh my God, you idiot. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're both, our birthdays are very close together. Yeah. Are you in Aries? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that why we get along? Or do... No, I think it's the uh, opposite. I don't have any Aries friends. It's no. why I tolerate you. Uh... <laughs> I know. Aries are, are really stubborn. Do you and... do stuff for your birthday? Are you a big birthday person? I do, but like this year, I'm like, what do I do? Like I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I, I told everyone I was like, I'm gonna sit in the on the patio and have a lime margarita. Yeah, where and... we should have a joint birthday, so we yeah. both. No, I'm just gonna be at my house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about living in Ladner. I'm like, well, if yeah. people want to see me, I'm like, because we actually have like for someone who's I'm quite social with people I know. Like we have an open door policy at yeah. our house. Like you come over whenever you want. Everyone's welcome, and it can we'll have like influxes where we're like, oh my god, I've cooked for 15 people over last yeah. week and then it'll be like six weeks of nobody visiting but my i i took a stance last year with my friends i'm like i'm away so much if you want to see me when i'm in town you come into the come to the treehouse and i'll make you all the food you want all the booze all the drugs but like don't make me drive into the city i don't want to yeah. i don't want to be around concrete like yeah the city i used to always want to live in cities and stuff and now i'm just like ready to have a little farm with the goats that's and all i want a all few I dogs want. i just want to be naked in my yard yeah right gardening and just fucked up on mushrooms playing with dogs and goats i want a goat named gary like that's it i just want gary the goat on the front porch <laughs> just who's this that's gary he's our goat have you watched that wild wild country documentary no it's on my list so i just i didn't even realize it was like the new making murderer kind of is like it the, well it's like six episodes long and it, it, i got stuck i mean i've had it's there about were cults right yeah about this I, one I, specific I, cult and there was like i mean i have a few intellectual people on my facebook they're like i didn't like it it didn't make a lot of it they didn't run it together properly and i'm just like go fuck yourself it's a good interesting really and the woman in it this like woman that was like helping the cult leader 
I fucking love her because she's so fucking feisty. Yeah. And it really makes you think cults aren't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a few like I think Jim Jones. And, yeah. But like uh, this one. Did, I don't know. It was, it was a very. You should this watch it. This one doesn't it. end in murders. No. It's very interesting. Uh, there's. I'm not going to give okay, away yeah, anything. No. It's on my list. But it is. I, a, I thought yeah. it was good. I watched it in one day. This is like I just didn't want to do anything at all. So I oh just. Oh my God. That's my life. That's the only yeah. way I watch TV anymore. Yeah. That's it. the problem with being an artist now though is like we we consume content at yeah. a level we've never consumed it before. So like, yeah, I put out an hour and then people are like, when's your next one? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, 10 years from now. Yeah. That one took me a decade to write. Like, well, I think that's why Netflix has done the 15 minute or I think yeah. that that's why, because it is because they don't want like, they don't want you to lose all your material in one go. They want to make as much money off you as they can. Probably. Right. So I think that that's because when that all came out, all these comics were like, Oh no! Anyone can get a special, and I'm like, it is true. There are comics that yeah, but like they're they're picking good people. Sabrina J. Lee's just did one. Yeah, but then you know, like my buddy. Oh, I can't talk about it. Actually, it's not out yet. Never mind. Okay. But there's a friend of mine just got just has two one hours coming Hold, out. Like that's so much. That's and but it's it's deserved. I'll tell you when we're not okay. Taping. That's uh, fine. And he's fantastic. And I just went to the taping of one of them and like openly. Wept. Is he Canadian? No, he's no, American. No. no. He's British. I'm not telling you anymore. He's, he's Chinese. He's not Canadian and he's not American. Australian. No. <laughs> I'm just being a bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that, I mean, at first I thought the 15 minuteers were stupid, but when you put it in the context of, I don't have to burn all of this shit and like. Oh, it's true. Like if you look out. at my special, I think you could weave together eight eight or nine of my galas yeah. and find the first 30 minutes of that special. But that was part of the thing was when they offered it, I was like, if you want stuff that hasn't been on TV, yeah. this special is going to be about 20 minutes. Long, yeah. You know, but like uh, my album is finally coming soon. I think I've had it like three years, but it's just like part of the thing is that I'll listen to the, I listen to it all listen again. To yourself. No, I know, but he made me so I could help him edit uh, what I wanted, what I didn't want. But then I'll listen to it. I'm like, ah, oh, but that joke's better now. That joke's better now. That joke's oh, yeah, and then I'm like, I don't want to burn it on this, but I, it, just get it out. First of all, no one's listening to our albums. I just it's want it for just, Sound Exchange because my Sound Exchange this month is dinky and it was, oh, uh, it was so do sad. You get it monthly? I get mine quarterly. No, I get it quarterly. Oh, okay. But I, like the new one, I just checked. I've been checking the website for four days. Did it come out today? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to have to check it. Mine is uh, embarrassingly bad and I was like hoping for more for the move, but whatever. I, whatever uh but that's my fault i've got to get more shit out there yeah I don't like putting I you just, just have to put it out man i've I know, never but listened then I, i've put three albums out i've never listened to any of them uh sorry that's my phone I'm an <laughs> asshole. i um, just scroll through like all this shit and everybody is announcing i'm doing this and this is and it just makes me like want to go and live on an island and not do this anymore um, i just get overwhelmed oh yeah, no i think about it uh um Sorry, that was just... And it's fucking social media. Social media is fucking me because I'm just like... I can't wait to delete it all. That's my end game, is to get successful enough that I never have to log into Twitter or or Instagram. I like Instagram and I like Twitter. I like Instagram. I don't know why I said no to either of those. It's just Facebook Facebook is the worst. I hate it. It's like a cesspool. Oh, it's the worst. I just don't like anybody on Facebook. Yeah. 
I don't have time for it. I check it like 30 times a day like everybody else. It's but just like I a fight, only, constant fight. I only check it to make sure someone hasn't posted something homophobic on my page. Yeah. You know, like that's the only reason. Like I stopped checking my YouTube channels. Oh, me like, too. Years ago, my agent does that because he's like, wow. I took all my videos down because I was just like so tired. of. Well, it's funny because I, st- I you get them all the time and I started to wonder if they were right. I'm like, am I a disgusting yeah. faggot? Yeah. Like, is that- <laughs> Are they right? Maybe they are. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know. I love when I'm on stage. I That's love the only it. part of this I love anymore, and Darcy. Then, yeah. I don't love the rest, anything yeah. else. That's why I just try to balance it out with some mushroom swims and a nice sauna and a cold yeah. plunge. I'm going to have to like, start doing that. You got to treat treat yourself. You yeah. know, Find what you like and do it until you hate it. Yeah. Um, Being at that awards show, I was getting anxiety because there was just so many people there that I'm like, oh, God. The, uh, the other thing, too, is like if you're a comic and you're starting out, the first thing I always tell people is never worry what anyone else is doing. Yeah. If I worried about what Ivan Decker was doing all yeah, the time, yeah, yeah. my act would be completely different. Uh, and, you know, like, I've honestly, like, I am a nobody in this town. I was at, actually, it was funny, I didn't do it, but I was at the Kino, and the Kino has now got all those paintings yeah. from that one guy, right? Yeah, I of, have mine here. Uh, I noticed them. Uh, <laughs> so he's done a, a paintings of every it comedian looks amazing in, in, there. in the city. Yeah. Except me. Because he doesn't know me. And yeah. I, when I got up on stage, I stopped myself, but I wanted to say uh, all of these paintings represent every comedian in Vancouver that doesn't have a one-hour special. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It is but true. I was like, if I was worried about that kind of shit, yeah. then I, you know, like that, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, it's hard to not worry because every day you're looking, like I follow all the, my comedian friends and then everybody's got it. I'm announcing this. I'm announcing. And so yeah, you're not announcing I, something. You're like, I that suck. unfollow and mute button is something I have used. Yeah, you can pause people on Facebook for 30 days now. Oh, no, I just unfollow them. Yeah, I, I unfollow My rule is if someone comes up in my feed that I don't instantly recognize their yeah. name, unfollow. And then if they come up in my feed and I get a negative feeling in my stomach, unfollow. Unfollow, yeah. I literally, I think there's maybe six comedians <laughs> in on my Facebook that I still follow and everyone else is like yeah. my niece. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like I actually went through and set up like an extra list of just 20 people that I want to see their posts and that's my default. Yeah, Yeah, I have like starred certain people. Yeah, Yeah. sorry, my phone is blowing up. Blowing up, up. you're so popular, you're so famous. Um, Okay, so you're going to California. I'm going to LA. And are you doing spots down there? I am actually, I'm doing a couple shows. I, I, I got... My managers, I got rid of my managers back in February. Uh, and so I, th- because they weren't stand up managers, they were more acting. for my writing and acting. Yeah. And as much as that, they were wonderful men, they weren't interested in the stand up. And I never understood that because that's where most of my money comes yeah. from. But. Now that I'm trying to get stand-up managers, I, I like literally I'm just getting no response. It's yeah. so crazy to me because I'm like, you know, in Canada, like I'm doing quite well. And in America, it doesn't matter. Uh, and so I have actually I've got two that are really interested. So I'm going to meet with them and then I'm doing 
Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher have a great show called Put Your Hands Together. It's actually a really fun podcast as well. Uh, so I'm doing that and then a couple other things. I'm doing something with the Trailer Park Boys. Uh, fun. Yeah, just dumb stuff, but it'll be good. And then I'm like, I come home and I don't. I'm back April 20th. Oh, I'm going to see James Hinchcliffe uh, race in Indy. Uh, Where? Uh, in Long Beach, California. He's uh, he, Becky Dalton, who is on my sitcom. Yeah. Uh, her, that's her boyfriend, and we're all really close, but my dad's a huge indie fan. Oh, cool. And James is like, the like I think, the number two or number three race car driver in the world. Holy shit. Not the guy from The Bachelor? No, no. Not <laughs> him. Not him. <laughs> But they're friends. Uh, <laughs> he, James was on Dancing with the time. Stars last what? year uh, and made it to the finals. I was at the finals, forgetting it was live, and because I was sitting beside Becky uh, during any time James would dance, they'd show Becky and me. Uh, and then, like the first commercial break, I open my phone and I literally have like 150 text messages from people. Is it live? Uh, it's live, oh and uh, everyone's like, "What the fuck are you doing at Dancing <laughs> with the Stars?" And I hadn't told people I was going to LA, and so That's like, awesome. ha- like even my Vancouver agent was like, "Are you in LA?" And I'm like, "Are you watching Dancing with the Stars? Like, who watches this show?" <laughs> Anyways. We're we're taking my dad to see James race, and dad thinks that we're just going to be like sitting in the stands, but we're actually going to be in the pit. Oh my god! Uh, so I'm very excited. I hope you're not listening to this, Mr. Michael. No, that's not his last name. Darcy Michael's my first two names. Oh, what's your real last name? It's McCrory. McCrory. Yeah, Mr. McCrory. I had a speech impediment when I was a kid, and you couldn't say it. I could. I was Darcy McCrory. <laughs> uh, you would have so got beat up. Oh, I was yeah, big gay, big gay, Darcy McCrory. Were you chubby McQually. in school too? Oh, I was fat and I gay. I came out of the womb tap dancing. I'm Darcy McQuarrie. Darcy McQuarrie. <laughs> Can I suck your penis? I love you so much. Uh, yeah. <sighs> and so I've gone by Darcy Michael since I was like eight. Okay. Uh, and whenever I hear my last name, I'm like, how the fuck? Like someone will say it to me. I'm like, how'd you know my last name? Oh, I think I did maybe know this, but now I'm glad. I talked I about it once in Winnipeg Comedy Festival. I said my full name. Because I did a bit about the speech impediment, and it's the only time I've ever talked about it. That is a hard uh, name for a, a speech impediment yeah, kid. Yeah, Darcy Michael McQually. <laughs> McQually. Uh I'm Iwist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it, uh, it. it. So I've always just gone by Darcy Michael because that's like I did speech therapy, and I was like, just teach me how to say my first name. I don't care. I don't care and about so anything else. So we worked on Darcy for a year before I was like, now I'm Darcy. Oh uh, <laughs> I scared Eugene. Sorry, buddy. He's Darcy, not Darcy. Darcy. <laughs> no, he's gonna leave. Darcy. <laughs> he, Homophobe. Eugene hates it when you talk to him like a monster. Right, Eugene. You don't like that, do you? <laughs> I can't do that. <coughs> I don't know how people do voiceover work like that. I know it's so that creepy. Looks, that would, I do want to do voiceover work though. If anyone's listening, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> That's my dream job. Let me just go. <laughs> in my, I'll go in my bathing suit or something and just do some talking. Darcy, it was always it was lovely as always having I have you. To go to my show. I know you do. You got to go do your show. I know. Uh, um, I love you, Kathleen McKee. I love you too. People in Edmonton, be nice to her. Oh, they love me. I'm a I'm the queen. Yeah, there. No. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not hard to rise above that crop. Oh, whatever. Uh, okay, goodbye. I love you. Bye. Well, I got to the end of the road.